very good early morning to anyone who's up at this time uh, and watching me. It's Monday, the 29th of January. Oh, it's my mate's birthday. Let's give him a call. Um, 2024. And last week was a brutally bad week for jobs data. It was really, really uh just bad. I mean, there's no other word for it. And I need to keep reminding a lot of people that the jobs market has a bigger impact on house prices and the direction of house prices than interest rates, for example, or anything else, in fact. Because it doesn't matter how low interest rates are, if you haven't got a job, you won't be able to get a mortgage. And the job layoffs came thick, a job layoff announcements came thick and fast last week. And this morning, there's more bad jobs data. And I just, before I get into this, I'm going to summarize everything I'm going to talk about in this video. For the people who negative equity hits the hardest, and there are plenty of people it doesn't hit, but for the people it does hit the hardest, how did it happen? Why didn't they see it coming? What meant that they ended up being caught in negative equity when other people didn't? And the answer is this. It's not that they thought they were overpaying. I mean, nobody knowingly overpays unless you've got enough cash. It's such a small amount, it doesn't matter, and you want to secure a property. That, that, that's the exception. But nobody generally goes, oh, I'm happy to pay over the odds um, in a falling market with borrowing up to my eyeballs to, to buy this place. Not many people do that. So... The people buying think that it's okay and safe to do so. And the biggest, the biggest consideration, and it's why I post so much about this on X, is what's happening in the economy and in particular the jobs market and wage growth. And actually, employment levels as a whole um, almost outstrip wage, real wage growth because, again, there is quite strong wage growth. And, and so real wage growth is apparently about 1.4% at the moment, positive. But in the real world, taking into account tax cuts, it, it's not that good. So it is unforeseen or a failure to foresee a bad jobs market that is, in, in my view, the thing that catches people out the most as far as being in negative equity is concerned. Now, perversely, it also makes it quite a good time to buy for certain other buyers, buyers with large deposits or cash buyers and buyers who are planning to buy somewhere and stay for a long time, at least five years. There are some real opportunities now. So if you, if you are in the position where you need to buy, you need to buy a home, you want to buy a home, um, there are gradually more and more bargains coming out. And I've got stories to back all this up. Let's just quickly get into this morning's um, news. So this is fresh out this morning uh, on Bloomberg. UK job, vacan UK job vacancies fall by most in three years in the sign that labour market is cooling. Job vacancies fell the most yeah, by, uh, in December. And the number here is it was 7% drop in job vacancies in one month. They think that's continuing into January, and it was a 13% drop year on year. Where is it? Uh, 
Here we are. Nearly 13% compared to the same time. So we're comparing December 2023 with December 2022. And right at the very bottom of the article, there's a 13% year-on-year drop, and they're expecting January to, con- to, to continue. This is, this is a drop in job vacancies. And then yesterday we had the new, over the weekend we had the news, this really awful news for everyone affected, that John Lewis, and by the way, I've linked to all of these uh, below, John Lewis is planning an unbelievable, up to 11,000 jobs to go in the coming five years. Um. But there's also a story on Bloomberg this morning about how, on this is on the back of Zupa data, how London homes haven't been this affordable in a decade. Which kind of hints to the point I'm going to make about the fact that, and there's one other point that's relevant here I want to make as well, which is a year of bad inflation forecasts casts doubt on the Bank of England's rate path. And Britain's economists are finding it increasingly difficult to forecast inflation. And the Bank of England is more cautious about lowering interest rates. So all of these things are relevant to what I want to say, which is that people are, all of the hope in the moving market is that, oh, it's okay because interest rates are going to come down. Interest rates are going to come down. And and that's just felt misplaced to me. And and I'm not saying that they won't come down. I'm saying that the case for them coming down is, is quite weak at the moment. Um, and and the more you look around, the more <clears throat> it looks like actually interest rates, without getting into that t- in, in too much detail, interest rates aren't going to come down for some time. They might stay where they are now for a long time. They might even go up. I don't think they're going to go up, but they could, depending on what happens. There's more bad news about the, the spreading of the conflict in the Middle East this morning, and that could potentially have a horrific inflation effect. But I just think that Interest rates are unlikely to come down. Now, at the moment, there are some mortgage rates. And by the way, on Wednesday at 2 o'clock, I've got my two mortgage brokers I work with having a live mortgage market update, 2 o'clock Wednesday this week, live stream. So come along and bring your questions to that. But there are some surprisingly low mortgage rates at below the Bank of England base rate right now. That's why I think for certain buyers, it's perhaps a sweet spot. If, again, not for people who are trying to time the market for financial reasons, but people who actually need a home. Um, if you've got 40% or more deposit, if you need to buy, then the price has, asking prices, house prices are falling. Um, there's more and more coming on the market. And despite all the talk of uh, increase, a pickup in buyer demand, well, you always get a bit of that. And relative to where buyer demand is, it's still low. And there's a larger increase in properties coming to the market than there is buyers coming to the market. Um, so it's still, as Zoopla said, we're locked in a buyer's market. So there is this potential sweet spot where mortgage interest rates, even if the Bank of England rate doesn't rise, mortgage interest rates might Um I think that they, if things don't improve, they, they probably will and could. They might not. They might not be hurried. But I, I'm just saying that I think for those people, it's a good time. Get yourself your 4% mortgage rate locked in while, while they're still that low. And then get out there and look for the property that's been sitting on the market for months. And 
Call up agents is about the ones, it's, it, you know, agents have these problems sitting on the market. They're not expecting anyone to call about them. They're just sitting there. And you ring up about one of those properties. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. No one's asked to see that for, for ages. Those are the ones where if you're lucky enough that the seller is also in a position where they just want rid, you this is the time that you can be getting real bargains. And what that means is not just that you'll get what you wanted cheap, but even better, you might get a much nicer house than you wanted for a lot for, for what you for, for the budget you did have in mind. So that that's a story I'm hearing on a daily basis now. As buyers going, I have managed to secure a much nicer place than I expected, and it's a substantially 15 20% off the asking price. I am not saying everyone's going for 15 20% off the asking price at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you know where to look and if you look carefully and if you've got your ducks lined up in a row, if you know how to make your offer properly so it's a compelling, recommendable offer, there are opportunities for savvy buyers who are prepared to invest the time because there's no shortcut around that. You've got to put in the time going to view these properties. It is a potentially very nice time to buy a nicer property than you thought. For those who are not looking to move in the next five years and therefore won't crystallize the likely fall in house prices that's going to happen. And for those who've got a comfortable deposit, so even if you if life does mean you need to move house sooner than you expected, you still you may have lost some equity, but you hopefully won't be a negative equity if your deposit was big enough. But what does that mean for people who are buying with a 10% deposit? and who might need to move within the next two or three years. Well, right now, for those guys, I would say it's probably the most dangerous time to buy. Because, excuse me, for a combination of reasons. Um, the real speed of house price falls is masked by the delay in house price reporting, and it's masked by the ever optimistic, oh, it's all looking very good. And it's, yeah, it's demand is picking up and we're hopeful and we're optimistic. And all of that kind of stuff you hear endlessly from the, the property market itself. I don't see that. I think house prices are, are, are falling increasingly faster. So if you've got someone, if you've got a 10% deposit, and you're planning to move within the next five years, or then the only, I mean, you are the ones most at risk of getting into trouble. And doesn't mean don't buy. It means that you've really got to be sure that you're getting yourself an absolutely bargain steal of a price. And again, there are lots of sellers that won't sell. They won't drop their price because they can't, because they're already negative equity themselves. There are already buyers who bought two years ago or three years ago and are now trying to sell and are having a really cold, hard awakening into the reality of the housing market. And they're not going to drop their price because they can't, they're just in total denial. Nope, nope. It's worth this much because I want this much, right? And it's very, uh, you know, I, I, I worry for those sellers. Um, but there are probate sales. There are sales of properties that haven't been sold for 30 years and they've got no mortgage outstanding, so they don't have that hard floor of a price they can't go below. Um, and there are other more distressed sales coming where they just need to get rid of it. But the only buyers who will find those um, really 
fantastic opportunities to get a property at a bargain price are the ones who have sp- spent the most time out viewing and getting to know the agents. So the agents actually really want to help you find a house. And you've, you've been nice to the agents. You haven't been rude to them. And of course, I know there are agents who unfortunately behave so badly, it's very difficult to be anything other than rude to them. But, um, you know, again, no matter how the agent treats you, it doesn't mean you have to be rude back. And, and, and if, you, if your focus is getting a home, don't worry about the agent. Don't worry about how they treat you. Don't worry about them. Uh, I get a lot of people saying, look, the agents just won't, they won't register us. Just badger away. Don't take no for an answer. Just say, look, you've got no one else viewing that property. Why won't you let me see it? I've had people saying the register, even cash buyers saying that you're being ignored by agents. Well, I don't know what, what things you may or may not be saying that might might be making. Sometimes agents get put off by buyers for reasons they can't reveal to the buyer. And I can't comment on those situations. And it's got to be fair to agents that occasionally you get the buyers who come along who are just being wildly over-optimistic and thinking, come along and go, well, I mean, the market's falling and I'm expecting 20% off anything I view. And agents are just going to go, you're just a waste of my time because you're just coming along thinking and get a bargain with no valid reason. Whereas the way to get the bargain is to just not start spouting about how... No estate agent wants to hear how much you think house prices are falling. It just gets their backs up. You might be right, but it gets their backs up. And if you get their backs up, you know, they're not going to want to show you stuff. So the way to put yourself in the position that you are in the right place at the right time and the right property as a buyer with a 10% deposit needing to buy a home is to not put agents' backs up. Come on, it doesn't make sense, does it? Don't put agents' backs up. Leave that to me. I'm doing a pretty good job of putting, putting agents' backs up at the moment. Um, even though what I'm trying to do is actually help get more transactions done. Don't put their backs up. Just register, go and view, go and quietly view and keep on viewing. And you just have to be patient. And you might have to view 15 or 20 properties until you're in the right space, right time, where the agent just talks to the seller. The seller goes, oh, it's an offer. It's an actual offer. I can actually get out. Yes. There's no guarantee of this happening, but it's happening. And the opportunity for it to happen is higher now than it has been for a very long time. For those of you looking for bargains and waiting for the market to fall further, it's going to fall further. If you don't need a home, it, I'm not really here to, 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 to guide you guys. I'm here to guide people who need and want a home, but don't want to get into a negative equity, but do want to find a, a well-priced home. Now, for those of you watching going, Charlie, you're always on the side of the, of the buyer. What about us poor sellers? And what about the agents? No, I'm, I'm on I'm on everyone's side. I'm an impartial. I want everyone to play nice because moves need buyers and sellers always. You know, if you have overpriced your property, if you have neglected the warnings to not overprice your property, and if you have not listened to the advice that says price below expectations to get competing buyers interested in your property, and you've sat there on the market for a few months watching the price go down, all I can say to you is, If you're not really happy with your agent, change your agent. Make sure you get fresh photographs and marketing to make it look as best as it can. Price it aggressively. And by that, I mean, in comparison to the other homes on on the market that are for sale like yours, don't look at the prices of the homes that are sitting there not selling. Those prices are irrelevant and actually harming everything and everyone trying to sell a house like that. Look at the asking prices of the ones that are actually under offer. 
And, you, and those are the asking prices, right? The actual sold price will be below that. And price down there, where the buyers who are looking to buy it are going to go, that's a sensible price. So that you, not so you sell it cheap, because that, but, but because that is how you will get competing bidders. And competing bidders is the only way to find out what is the best price the market will support for your home in this market. Now, back to whether why I think there's urgency on this, okay, for, for, for sellers. Um, the property market moves at a glacially slow pace. It's just like, it's so, and, and, and when transaction volumes drop as they have now, it just gets, there's no better word for it. It's just constipated. Uh, even the deals that are agreed are having to be really squeezed out to get them over the line. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? It's just, it's tough out there. Even for the people who've got deals agreed, it is, generally speaking, much, much harder to get deals over the line now than it has been for a few years. And because of the jobs market, and by the way, we've also had Evergrande, which is China's largest or second largest developer, this morning has been ordered to go into liquidation with debts of $250 billion. It's just a staggering number. How did it get to that size? Um, and that's going to have reverberations and shockwaves um, in the property market, the, in the international property market. And it's not small news. So we have ever worsening, sadly, ever worsening economic data and jobs data in the UK. There's no source of economic uplift other than pure hope. But hope is not a strategy, and it's certainly not something that you can bank on. So... with the exceptions, right? There are regional exceptions, regional variations. There are occasional unicorn-type homes that come on the market and will sell like that. Of course there are. Um, I was having a conversation with someone just on Friday about how just one part of town, everything's up for sale, nothing will shift, and just 500 metres away, everything that comes on is going for asking price like that. Um, and it's true. You know, it's hyper-localised. There are exceptions, and there are some people who will be able to sell their properties quite quickly to a cash buyer. So just remember that if you need to sell, make sure you come to the market contract ready. Choose your conveyancer before you choose your agent. And you'll see why. I did a video last week called Eight Things I Would Do If I Was Selling a House. Check that out. Um, come to the market contract ready. Don't overprice. Um Yeah, last week, it really was really depressing. Never mind the housing market. It was just depressing news for the economy and for society and communities as a whole. Um, and you, in some places you go out, yeah, there are some pockets where it's still busy and the bars are still busy, definitely. Um, you know, I was in London in, in Shoreditch last week and there was there was still a buzz that was busy. But there was, I was in other places over the weekend where it's just dead where you wouldn't expect it to be dead. Um, and there are increasing signs of a, of, a, of a genuine and real and deep recession for real people, for real workers. It's getting tough. So um, that's it, guys. Quick Monday morning update. I'm sorry, it's not a very happy one. Um, but 
there are opportunities. It is more affordable now. And for certain people in a very particular situation, and I'll, I'll wrap up with this, if you've got a decent-sized deposit, if you need a home, need one, because actually that's what your life needs right now is a stable home to base yourself from, from your job or your family or both. And if you are not planning to move within the next five years, there are bargains out there. If you look, if you know how to look and put in the work, if you don't, if you sit at home looking at the internet, you're nowhere near getting a bargain. You will not, if you are not out there viewing properties, you are weeks, if not months away from being in the position to get yourself to actually snap up a bargain. Do not think you're going to sit there watching the internet, watching the internet, watching the internet, and then something pops up on Rightmove and that you're going to go out and grab that bargain. That is not how it happens. And there are so many buyers who sit there at their computers or on their phones watching the internet, watching the internet, what, and then go, oh, oh, I missed it. Oh, all the cheap ones are gone. And it's just, if you are not out there viewing, you are not in the market to buy. I cannot stress that enough. You must be out there. You must be in the agent's forefront of their minds. You must be knowing what's, most importantly, you've got to know what's on and why and what's selling and what's not, what the prices are. Because only by doing that will you know what actually the real values of houses transacting like the ones you want are. Right, I'm babbling. Probably too much coffee. Have a great Monday. Uh, I've got lots more videos coming out this week and some more guests coming out to talk about this because I fear 2024 um, is going to be uh, even more challenging than 2023 from a housing point of view. Anyway, have a good one, guys. See you on the next one. Um, sorry, I haven't even looked at the comments. Um, hi, guys. Hi, Ruth. Ruthie. Ruth Y. Connor, good morning. Echek, Rog4, Stealth. Um, yeah, there are sellers putting prices. Uh, this, so Rog4 asks, why are people putting houses up at 2022 prices? Because, and this is happening all over the country, because there are, it's a combination of two things. Number one, three things, actually. Number one, overpricing by agents. And why do agents overprice? Because if they don't overprice, they don't get the instruction. If they don't get the instruction, they can't actually get a fee to sell stuff. So there is still rampant overpricing being done by agents around the country, number one. Number two, as a seller, <clears throat> if you are not looking past the headlines and deep dive into understanding about the slow pace of the economy, the effect of the jobs market, the fact that jobs has a bigger effect on house prices, you, you just won't realize that house prices are falling because of the delay in price reporting. <clears throat> and so that you've got some sellers who are just completely convinced that house prices don't come down. The house prices don't come down. The house prices always go up. There are sellers, that's all they've ever heard. You combine that with three overpricing agents that come around and lock them into a contract. And that's why you've got people coming onto the market at a price that will just sit there and won't sell. Not helping anybody. Um, Abigail Zoe on Facebook says, Agents just won't entertain offers. It's not up to the agent to entertain an offer. An agent must pass your offer on. You must email your offers to the agent and ask for confirmation that the offer has been sent to the seller. And if you don't get it, put your offer through the letterbox of the property. Okay? I, I'm, I'm staggered I have to say this. The agents I've worked with just understand that there is a legal requirement for them to pass on any offer they, they, they get. Um uh, Agents not entertaining offers. 
agents don't get a choice about whether to entertain offers or not. Agents can choose whether they recommend an offer or not, and they can put your offer forward and go, this is an offer, but it's a flaky one, and I wouldn't take it seriously. They can do that. They can, they can undermine your offer by going, I wouldn't take it seriously, which is very frustrating, but they cannot not entertain your offer. Um, but also, Abigail, have you put offers forward, like I've said, which is with your mortgage, your deposit, your um, conveyance lined up and everything? Because again, if you're not making your offers look serious, that's another reason for agents to not entertain the offers. Um Um, D on YouTube says, is is the Southeast affordable? I've got 125 grand deposit, 100K base salary, still rough trying to afford a reasonable property, Essex, London border. It, I don't know what I don't know what sort of size property you're looking at, what your situation is there. Um, but you know, that's a that's a fairly pretty uh, you know that's I, I realize that property is much more expensive in that area. But how many how how much are you out looking, like actually viewing? Are you viewing like at least a property a week kind of thing? Um, wow, Craptacular says, I'm not sure how they work out vacancies. It's a company called Adzuna that provides the vacancy data. Um, but I recently was out of work, and while looking for a new role, I discovered that most of the jobs advertised are ghost jobs. Um... Sean Watts. Says, hi, Charlie, walked into a few agents to book viewings this weekend. All of them were dead. Not even the phones were ringing. As soon as we mentioned we were first-time buyers, it was like they smelled blood. Yeah. Yeah, and they're a profit. Yeah, of course. And, guys, I mean, let's just finish up with this. What's happening in the jobs market now and in the economy with companies going bust and laying people off was completely predictable for the simple reason, as Alex, my friend Alex Housing Stig, said back in 2022, when inflation spikes as much as it did in 2022, you have no choice but to put interest rates up. When you put interest rates up that much, all of the companies and governments and individuals who were in debt and their debt interest rate was was linked to uh, government interest rates were not going to be able to afford the interest on their debts. That was going to lead to failing companies and job losses, which it has. Um, it was completely mathematically predictable. It's just this is how long it takes to play out. It's a slow process. And as a consumer, it can be very difficult to understand that it doesn't happen overnight. It just, you know, it, it, what happens is one day the newspapers report, boom, bang, it's happened. Oh my God, where did that come from? You've got to know how to look for it, right? If you look at it, it was absolutely coming. And unfortunately, with the same reason, looking at what's coming now, that's why 2024 is looking so bad. Have a great Monday. Have a great week. Um, see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. And don't forget, if you want, um, you can book a call with me on my website, mhwc.co.uk. You can talk to my mortgage brokers uh, through my website, you can book with my conveyances to talk to them through my website uh, and also for the property search packs. And remember, if you're a seller, 
get, your, get, get contract ready, which includes getting a search pack. And if you're a buyer, make sure you offer to purchase your search pack if your offer is accepted. All right. Um, thanks, guys. See you. Bye-bye. I'm really going this time. <laughs>